And welcome everybody back to episode 16 of Daddy's First Steps. I'm Tony. I'm Vico. And we are bringing you a, uh, I guess this would be a three part, right? So part one was on s- not Saturday. Episode 14 was part one. Yes, where we uh, talked about prepping meal prep for the week. Mm-hmm. And then on Saturday, which would be episode 15, mm-hmm. we actually uh, laid out some uh, ideas for types of meals that we're going to prep for. Yep. And then over the weekend after that, uh, we actually did the the prepping in anticipation of uh, being able to quickly whip up some meals for the week. And so Monday, we're today, Monday, well, whenever you listen to this, day after the weekend we prepped, uh, we're going to talk about some, uh, some things we did with uh, the cooking. Yep, and then for um, if you guys have not listened to the other episodes, um, essentially the goal here was to see if prepping meals uh, would facilitate, you know, doing the baby watching shift while my wife is at work. Um, because the problem that I was facing was trying to spring up a meal, um, and sometimes you know, baby Chewy wasn't what's the word i'm looking for here compliant compliant (laughs) and cooking a meal wasn't an option or was painful to do um so yeah uh meals were prepped sunday uh today was day one how did you uh how did you do so i did not have lunch um for many of the meals so Mm -hmm. i had soup i think sunday okay um the so for lunch today i just ate out i was like i had a bunch of meetings and literally didn't have time to go prep in the kitchen i just so work is your baby (laughs) uh yeah i mean it's usually you get a call or ask to join a meeting at the worst possible time Mm -hmm. but um for dinner did cook the lasagna so that was one of the big pasta dishes um, we said we're gonna put together did you eat the lasagna tonight i did eat the lasagna yes oh nice okay so then what did you do the rest fridge or freezer uh, it's going to get, I feel like I don't need to freeze it because mm-hmm. I'll eat it for lunch tomorrow and then maybe like another dinner or something. It'll be gone. So okay. I, I'm just gonna put it in the refrigerator. Okay. Nice. Um, I am sad though. I didn't think about extras. Usually, you know, with like lasagna, you have like some bread and like a salad. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. I, I found, I think we're on the same page here where, the main course or the meal itself is done, right? Yep. But yeah, like I didn't do bread. I didn't do like a side of veggies or, you know what I mean? It wasn't a, an event. It was yeah, more it was, like a job, like a chore. Yeah. It was incomplete. Like I yeah. didn't, and it wouldn't like, it was more of, I just didn't think to get those things. But like, I can't imagine prepping a lot of those things. You know what I mean? The, the, a lot of those things are great. Like right off the bat. Yes. Correct. Yeah. Some things like stews or soup are really good the day after. You know what I mean? After it's been sitting there in the fridge for a while. No, but what isn't there? Um, there's like a term for like French. So like French people, like mm-hmm. I'm going to make some gross generalizations here. The um, like they because they live so close, to like little markets and stores, they don't uh-huh. keep a lot of food. OK. And so like every day they just go out and kind of get the food they need for the day. Yeah. 
So I feel like that way, that would be easier. It was like, oh, I need a loaf of bread or oh, I need like a salad, like, uh-huh. like, right. Like just run out real quick and grab it. But um, yeah, that was not the mentality. Yeah, um, that would be awesome. I even thought about it at one point because I would buy too many groceries at the store or Costco. Right. And then a lot of the times, a lot of that would have to get thrown away because it just got bad. And I didn't yep. use it. And then. Some days I like the idea. It's like, oh, I want to prep something for dinner. Okay, I'm going to go to the grocery store real quick, grab the things I need. Um, and But then the next day I'm like, I'm not going back to the store. Yeah. I think it would be easier if you like lived in the city and there was like a market like underneath yeah. your apartment or something. Then yeah. that'd be super easy. For our listeners, we are in the burbs. Yep, the suburbs. Mm-hmm. Um, although it's funny, ever since we started talking about, because this has been an ongoing topic, right? Meal prepping and or what to do for lunch and stuff like that with uh, the baby. I've been meaning to go to the farmer's market on the Saturday mornings, and every Saturday something comes up. Um, so, like, how did it go? Did you save any time today? Yeah, I'd say so. Um, ironically... I found myself, um, like I made rice today, right? This, this yeah. Tonight for the week, I didn't eat rice today. Uh, for lunch, I had my soup that I had for dinner last night, also. And for dinner, I boiled some pasta, right? Boiled water for pasta, and then used the sauce that I made yesterday. Okay. So the pasta was fresh and. Actually, it was gnocchi, which is even faster than pasta, like five minutes plus a sauce. You know. So what part of that was ironic? Uh, not that part, <laughs> but I find myself like chopping onions for the rice. I, dude, I'll be honest. I was bored. I the so you were bored f- because you lost the like you gained the luxury of not having to prep yes. some of the food. And so you I, I realized today and I think I knew this, but I think I, I realized today I well, so Okay. Yes. I enjoyed cooking. Right. Yep. But what the thing I really enjoy doing about cooking is, is the, so let's say I'm making like, like a soup. I had a lot of fun. Let me, let me, let me step back a bit. I had a lot of fun on Sunday. Okay. Cooking. Because, uh, so how yeah. much time would you say you dedicated to that? Uh, a couple hours, honestly. Uh, we'll, we'll, I don't know. We'll do two, three hours, maybe. Yeah, I'd say three and a half, four. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll, I, I'll, I'll, I'll stay at three. Um, I didn't time it. I should have timed it. Yeah. I, uh, I had a lot. I really enjoy prepping, like dicing the onions, put it in a tight little bowl, set it aside. Dicing the celery, set it aside. Dicing the like. I enjoy doing prep work. So every time I cook, that's what I do. I prep everything I need. Right. I set everything nice in the side and little bowls or little plates or whatever. And then I start cooking. Everything is like within arm's reach. I don't start cooking and then go, I need onions and then dice onions. Oh, I need that. You know what I mean? I don't do that. I I like. And since you mentioned French, it's actually called la mise en place, which is uh, very bougie for someone like us to say. But it's pretty fun. Uh, and what does that translate to? Uh, I think it's called like I think it's like the establishment. It's like everything has its place. Is essentially the translation. Is it specifically referenced to cooking, or is it yes. just like a yes, a saying like um, no, no, it's, it's easier it's, to wrap a bent banana. No, it's a, it's a French culinary phrase. Um, 
everything in its place. Um, I wish I, I wish you would just look it up so you can see pictures, but you don't care about that either. Nope, I don't. Uh, Although maybe I'll I get am... that tattooed in Chinese. <laughs> yeah. But then how will you really know that's what the Chinese tattoo says? Um, yeah, I don't know. But, um, yeah, so because I had saved all that time, right, today, for example, mm-hmm. hung out with Baby Chewy quite a bit, um, but he got fussy. So uh, we went for a drive, mm-hmm. um, and then we went to a local – So. Are you familiar with the, uh, there's, how do I do this without giving away where we live? <laughs> so you, you're afraid your, uh, your fans are going to come stalking. Yeah. No. Okay. So you know how sometimes there's one version of a mall and then there's a next close by version of that same mall, but it's like one, it's one of them shittier. Yeah. One of them is their basic mall. And another one is like the very, like, it's only store brands. It's only like, uh, uh like you're just talking about you're talking about Tyson's Galleria. Wow. <laughs> I mean, uh, the Galleria versus the non-Galleria. Anyways, yeah. So I went there. Um, I went there. I've been there a couple times recently because it's dead. Wait, I is mean, the is the Galleria the bougie one or the non-bougie yes, one? Okay. The bougie so you went to the bougie one. Yeah. And it's really nice. I have great stores there. But uh, Baby Chewy hadn't pooped in a couple of days, right? We were getting concerned. Not concerned, but we knew it was coming. Yeah. Concern was mostly uh, when was it going to happen. Is that common for him not to poop? For yeah, talk days? to the pediatrician. Apparently, some some babies can go like five days. So, but and they eat normally. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh. and actually, I was talking to uh, I was talking to another dad about this. This is actually something we we'll talk about later on in this episode. Um. How like it's weird, right? You would think they would have a regular pooping schedule because they're eating at regular intervals. Yeah, and it's not the case at all. Completely random. It's, it's completely random. It's so weird. Um. So yeah, he had a big old delivery today. Um. Two of them actually. Almost a blowout. Um. But everything was okay. Uh, so wait, how? I'm sorry. How does this tie into the Galleria? Uh, the, it happened while I was at the uh, a kitchen store at the Galleria. So did they have one of those fancy little, um, you know, they got like the the bathrooms. And oh, then they have like the what, family bathroom. Yeah, no. So they had a regular men and women's bathroom. And then they had, it's actually funny. They had, uh, they had a, the, they had the drop down baby thing. Yeah. The and it was like flimsy and low. And I was like, this is stupid. And then next to the sink, they just had like a, a counter, like just a counter. I was like, I'm changing the baby here. <laughs> and I changed him. That, right that that is dirt. Did you clean up after your? Of course, sleep? of course. Um, Don't lie to me. You you telling me you fucking wiped down the counter when you were done? Yeah, I had all the wipes with me. Okay. Because I wiped down the uh, I also wiped down the little uh, pad that I take with them. You know what I mean? Okay, so you put the pad on the counter. Yes, of course. Yeah. Okay. Cause that'd be cold. Um, <laughs> uh, what was I saying? What was I going with this? Oh, uh, you this were turning the... into this podcast is turning into Tony and Vico's week, <laughs> week update and like five minutes of baby talk. 
well i mean you're the one who's supposed to say like uh this was involving baby chewy and yes and oh yeah and so you know how i uh, mentioned earlier about another dad yes um so last uh, this past Friday, I actually went on a, I don't know what to call it, but I'm going to call it a dad date. <laughs> so this other dad is also on paternity leave, right? Friends yes. of ours. And we just said, hey, why don't we meet up for lunch? You know, have like a boy's day. So whose paternity leave is bigger? Uh, I don't remember. I don't think he, I don't know if he told Did me you brag to him? Uh, I, I'll be honest, every chance I get to flex, I do flex that I have a lot of leave. So I bet he got like a third of yours. No, I don't think he was so ashamed to say what it was after he heard what you got. He's just like, I'm not going to say anything. Actually, you know, it's funny. What happens a lot is people talk about their leaves first because some people will have like two months and three months, which is a lot compared to a lot of other, you know, companies in the U.S., right? Yes. Um, And then the. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I'm young compared to like some other people that have already had kids or whatever, right? And they look at me and like, so how much leaf do you get, little guy? You know? And I'm like, I get 16 weeks. No, bow me. <laughs> oh, no, it's not like that. But it's like, I don't know. Sometimes they just look at me as like, oh, he's on paternity leave now. Yes, he's, he's, you know, I don't know, dude. But anyways, going back to the dad date that I had. Yes. Um, so wait, was Chewy a part of the dad date? Yeah, yeah. It was the two dads and the two boys. And they're uh, very close in age, like two weeks apart. Uh, so it's like a play date, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we did this thing that uh, I, I like to do where you get this, but one of my favorite kebab places. And I we pick up for to go and we eat in like uh, this little uh, plaza picnic area, right? Down the street. So outside. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then... Uh, we were eating and first this, this gentleman comes around, you know, like he's walking his dog and he goes, he says something along the lines of, I think what you guys are doing is great. <laughs> we're like, what? The, what? He like, he was like super nice. Congratulated us or some shit like that. And then, you know, what about his day? And then we were leaving. Right. Uh, because uh, after we had our dad date, we went to have a beer at this, uh, this brewery had this outdoor part, right? And of course, it's like Friday noontime. <laughs> there's nobody out. Uh, and as we're leaving, there's a lady also having lunch at a picnic table, you know, a couple tables down from us. And like, we'll say, it's like, you guys are doing a great job. <laughs> we're wondering, like, what's going on, right? And think you were gay? No, I think it's, just, I think they were just impressed as like dads going out with their babies for, you know what I mean? Like, usually, the stereotype is the moms are doing that while dads are at work, right? I think they thought you were gay. No, I don't think so. Um, no, and- I think they honest. I honestly think they, <laughs> they thought you were gay and like you had adopted two boys. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, we uh, so later on, I, uh, you know, I come home, whatever, and my wife gets home and I go. Hey, you know when like you're just hanging out with baby Chewy outside, like at the playground or something like that, and someone comes by you and congratulates you and tells you how good of a job you're doing, and she's like, "What? Nobody does that to me." And I was like, "Oh, I'm sorry." <laughs> uh, so, so you flexed on your wife. I flexed again. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was going to say there's a massive double standard there. Okay, so let's say that they didn't think you were gay mm-hmm. and that they're like, oh, look at these two dads. They're like, you know, they, they have taken their kid out. Yeah. I don't think anybody would blink, about, blink an eye if it was two mothers doing that. No, I don't think so either. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I genuinely think it's because we were dads. Yeah. Uh, which you I don't think was that's from, a little unfair? What am I going to do? Stop right there. If you're if you're on your way here to tell me what you know how nice of a job I'm doing, don't. <laughs> what am I supposed to do with that? No, you know I wasn't expecting that. I mean, you could say thank you, but my wife's the one who really does the hard work. I think I genuinely think if I reply like that, their reply would be like, "Ha ha ha ha, good one," and then they would just like walk away because they would think I'm making a joke. You know what I'm saying? Well, if you say it like you are making a joke, then yes, they would think that. Mm. Well, so um, what was your wife's response? Well, she thought it was funny and weird. She didn't think, why doesn't anybody say that to me? No. I mean, maybe she thought about it, but didn't say it. But no. Mm-hmm. So you think the jealousy secretly? I, I don't think so. I don't think so. My, my wife is not uh, the jealous type. Like petty about things. Petty? Ah, like you. Got it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't so know. I, I think it's cool. What I, I, did the the um, fellow dad say? We both agreed. It? We were like, "That's pretty cool." You know, that like we weren't expecting any of this, and essentially said, "It's." I think we were both in agreement that it's nice that other random people are just nice to you. Like, I mean, if you think about it, like really haven't gone out or. You've been out in the world for like two years, like we used to, right? So, like human interaction has all has just been like, can I take your order, or, you know what I mean, like, whatever. And and I don't know, it's two random strangers saying something very nice. It felt good. It's nice. So okay, let's play um, a devil's advocate. No, not devil's advocate. But let's flip the situation. Let's say somebody comes up and criticizes you. Oh. What would your reaction be? What would be the criticism? Uh, I don't know. Like, let's say walk up and be like, you're not supposed to hold your baby like that. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't know. I, I, I'll be honest. I think about that scenario quite a bit. Because there's always a know-it-all, you know, amongst us. And sooner or later, it is going to happen. Yep. And I'm not really sure how to handle that situation yet. Um part of me it really it depends on the mood of the day right like if if i've been sitting in traffic and and chewie's been screaming his head off and i finally get to that where i'm supposed to go and someone almost t-bones me and then they don't and then i get in the garage and someone takes my spot and then i take like 30 minutes to find my spot and i get out and i step on dog shit and when i get chewy out of the car and someone says that to me like if that's the scenario, <laughs> you know, I'm gonna cry probably. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Uh, I don't know. Like I, I think about it, and I'm like, maybe I'll be like, "Gee, thanks, Mister," and then just continue to hold him exactly the same way. To be a sarcastic dick about it. Yeah, probably. It's not in their business. It's not like I don't know. I mean, what would you? What do you think I should do? What, what would be your first? You're a very calculated person. I mean, are you? Because you don't. What is your soul. intended response? Are you trying to get back at them? 
No, I just want to move on with my day. I don't want I don't want to I don't want any addition to the real estate in my brain for thinking of someone at all anymore. That's the one thing that I've really learned about being a dad. I don't give a shit about people's fucking problems anymore like this, like I used to. Like I used to think and be like, oh my God, why are they doing what they're doing? You know what I mean? About someone, and I, now I'm just like, whatever, just let them, who gives a shit? You know? Screw it. I mean, I would think just ignoring them, like flat out ignoring them, like not even recognizing that they are there or they said uh, anything. Yeah, that's that's a good one. People but, tend to get really. But that would be like, that would be a good way to get them to escalate, right? Like because Some people, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I think if somebody's going to go out of their way to say something like that, they're probably, are the they kind of reaction. Yes, like they're not the yeah. kind of person to just be ignored. Right? I don't know, like maybe they, I'll just. <sighs> I would okay. say throw a dirty diaper at them, but then that's assault. Yeah. Assault with a deadly diaper. Right. So I'm guessing um, this, you have not had this situation yet. No. I've only had the, um, I've had the subtle ones where it's From like. Strangers or people you know? Um, People we know, maybe. Maybe other parents or. They're like, so what do you guys do? And it's like, but it's not, it's not judging. It's more like, I would say it's more curiosity than anything. You know what I mean? And people are eager to share. People are eager. That's what I've learned. People are eager to share their experiences about being parents with other parents. It's like natural. It's kind of like when you go to a dog park. It's okay. That's a perfect thing. You know, when you go to a dog park. And there's always that one owner who decides to talk to you about their dog. Mm-hmm. And, oh, what is your dog like? Oh, my dog likes this. Oh, he loves it. You know what I mean? Like, there's all you know what I'm talking about. Yes, it's exactly like that with parenting. Exactly like that. Although, what I've also noticed is the older the kids, right? Yeah, the more exaggerated their version of that story is. The parents' so, version. An example, like. Oh yeah, we have uh, we have baby Chewy sleeping on his back, right? Yeah. And the parent will say something like, "Oh yeah, um, R slept, you know, upside down or some shit." You know, like like they just like it's so it's just like, um, like they exaggerate a lot. I've noticed uh, the older the kids are, and I don't know if it's because they don't remember or they've blocked that part of their memory. I mean, or- could it be that they're telling the truth? Mm, a lot of it is definitely exaggeration. Like, uh, you don't they think find... kids do like crazy fucking things? No, no. Maybe I'm not. Ex- I'm not explaining this right. Let me think this through. It's kind of like, um, like they are. Let's see here. Like they're you're telling them what you're experiencing, right? And some people feel the need. To let you know that they know exactly what you're experiencing. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. I guess it's neither, but some people sounds like it kind of sounds like somebody who's like a one upper. Yeah, yeah. Okay, there it is. That's that's the description. Some people are like one uppers, right? It's like, oh, your kid had a diaper blowout. Well, my kid, my kid had three in a day, every and, day, and, and seven years. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay, so you're talking about people who are one uppers who always have like it. 
Yeah, that is the extent of my negative interaction with other parents so far. And uh, by negative, I mean, like, like it's just if I had a if I had to come up with a negative point, right? Mm-hmm. That would be that would be it. I haven't had any any confrontations yet, um, anything like that. And it's gonna happen. I imagine yeah, it happens I, I feel a lot like when you go to the playground. Yeah, like the second your kid is now interacting with other kids, I think that's more likely. Like when with like like baby Chewy shows them how to chew rocks or something, or or baby Chewy throws a punch, or baby Chewy throws a punch. What is wrong with you? What are you teaching your child? Mm-hmm. Speaking of teaching your child, how's the uh, Portuguese going? Real good, really good. Um, he recognizes some like Brazilian songs now. Yeah, you can tell because when the song comes on. He, he reacts to it like he like he kind of like stops for a second to be like, is this is this what I think it is? You know what I mean? Like there's like a moment. Is um is it a, like a child song or just like? Yes, it's a child song. It's a it's like a soup song in Portuguese. Um, Does it have like a melody that's very similar to like a melodies of a a U.S. child? No, song? no, no. It's its own thing. So it's ethnic music. <laughs> to you, <laughs> uh, to you, it's ethnic, yeah. Okay, um, okay. And it's essentially this. It's called a soup, the soup song. Um, and essentially, there's a singer who goes, "What's in the baby soup? You know, are there carrots?" And then there would be like a kid in the background go, "Are there parrots?" Like those, like say like things that don't go in. A, no, no, yeah. things that don't go in a soup that rhyme. Okay. Like, uh, like, uh, I guess there's nothing new cool words that rhyme. Carrots and parrots. And that's it. That's all I can think of. Potatoes and tomatoes. No, but those, both those things can go into soup. Um, but it's kind of like that. Like someone goes, are there bananas? Are there fire trucks? You know, it's like, like, and it's cool because so what you do is it's a way for you to interact you know, and, and you point at things and you grab things and you say, is this in the soup? Is this in the soup? Is this in the soup? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so he's react. So our, I guess he's still a little too young, right? So, um, cause you said you'd started to give him solid foods or no. Um, sometimes like when I made the soup, for example, right. Yeah. I tried giving him a little bit, um, he tried burning not- his poor little mouth. No, no, it was like it was cold. Um, he he wasn't a fan, but I was talking to my mom about this, and she read somewhere that it can take up to oh god, what was the number? It was a pretty high number. I want to say twelve or twenty times before the baby actually knows they don't like something. Because in the beginning they're going to reject because they've never had solids or and nothing nothing out of nothing that wasn't in a bottle, right? Yes. So they don't know how to do that. So you got to keep doing it so they kind of learn. Um, but apparently they, they might reject foods even after they know how to do it. They might reject it just out of just because they can. They just choose to reject it. Uh, but apparently someone did a study and there's a number. There's a huge, like a large number. I think it's 12. Uh, it takes like 12 tries before they actually know they don't like something. So Which, you've only tried giving them soup? 
No. Um, my wife mushed a little banana um, the other day while she was eating it because it's such a small quantity. I think it's like a teaspoon or half a teaspoon to a teaspoon is the max you can have a day right now or something like that. Okay. Um, and so it's not the amount. It's not at the amount yet where you make something for him. So if we're eating something and I see there's something salt, uh, liquidy, you know what I mean? I'll dip my finger or a little bit of the spoon in it and try to give it to him, see if he likes it. Does he normally take it? Uh, he, like, leaves it in his mouth for a second and he, like, pushes his tongue out. Kind of like when he takes medication or something like that. <laughs> has he, but made, any, fun- has huh? he made any funny faces because of, like... Uh, no, no, nothing like that yet, which is I think which I think is also funny because I've, we've given him something sour, something sweet, something spicy, whatever, and, and the reaction is the same. But what is funny is today I had him on my lap while I was eating the soup, right, on my mm-hmm. leg, and he follows, <laughs> like he sees me grab the, the soup, right? Mm-hmm. And then I put it in my mouth, and then when I take the soup, the spoon out, there's no soup on it. And then he, like, looks at me like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> and, like, today I caught him. That was the first time he's, like, really done that. He just, like, stares at me. Like, usually he follows the spoon back and forth. But lately, like, I put it in and nothing else comes out. And he's like, what? What? And he just, like, stares at me like, what's going on? Like, where did it go? <laughs> I guess it's equivalent of me, like, getting a bottle and then the bottle disappears. Have you um, been playing peekaboo with him? Yeah. Um, so he's following a lot now, right? Tracking. So if, yeah. like, mom is holding him and he sees me come into a room and he starts to track me, I'll, like, hide behind something and then come out the other side. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and today, I was waving my arms, right? And then I started doing like this crisscross with my arms to see if he would follow my hand or get confused. And he followed it really well. I, I'm assuming he like looks at the base of the arm. You know what I mean? And like, I don't know. It worked. It's pretty cool. All right. And how's the um, rolling? Uh, he's doing pretty good. Um, can he roll from back to? No, not yet. But you can tell he's trying. He does this thing where he rolls on on his side, right? And then once he's on the side, like he tries to look up, if that makes sense, while he's on the side. Like look what's behind him. Yeah, yeah. And once that happens, his body naturally tries to flip over. Yeah. But he doesn't know to stretch his legs out to flip over. Uh, so like he stops himself. Exactly. Um, but he's sitting up a lot now. So I had him on this little, it's like a little chair, right? And there's mm-hmm. like these little wiggle things in the front that he can play with. And it used to be, we'd have to put him on there and put like a blanket or a thin little pillow behind him to hold him up. Um, cause he couldn't balance well. Yeah. And now it's, he's also filled out a little more. So I'm assuming that helps. Um, now like he sits on that and he can use both arms still clumsy, but he can use them. Um, so that's pretty cool. So uh, he is 16 weeks. Are we caught um, up now? It's funny. It's like you read my mind. I was about to be like, he is. So let's see here. No, because at one point we were talking about having the episode sync to the, his weeks. Three, and then we fell four, off. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. 16 17 what he's not like 20 weeks oh wow or that no, far behind that doesn't, no, 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 no hold on hold on 
Hold on, wait a minute. It says on the, four months, two weeks old. That's eighteen weeks. Eighteen weeks. Yeah. That yeah, that makes a little more sense. Mm-hmm. So what's the um? Well, not tomorrow. He'll be like nineteen weeks. Okay. And so, what's the next major milestone for him? Oh, I got a little behind on my book. Um, but I think what, where I left off on the book for four months um, is now is where you can really start to figure out what kind of baby you have. The temperament, if they are... What are the choices? Oh, you, dude, it's big. Can I can actually... I can send, what? What? It's like uh, there's like a whole bunch of options and then you compare and then there's like a little quiz and then and then you compare your answers and there's like a grading system. But I was I had the book on Kindle, so it was like a pain in the ass flipping through back and forth. I'm going to find like the online version. I'm sure there is in there. So but, you should do this and then like in the future when he's much older, go back and check to see how accurate. <laughs> Well, it's, it's, but it, it that doesn't translate to adult. Like, it's more about, like, well, actually, it might. Well, it's, hold on, let me pull my phone out. Let's give you some of the options here, though. Maybe that'll make more sense to you. Um, so it's kind of like, uh, the nine temperament traits of baby. Like, uh, so here we go. Approaching baby versus withdrawing babies. Hold on. Is it is that the name of the book? No, that's the name of the... So can you share to our listeners the name of the book? Because they might want to look this up. Well, the book is uh, the one I've been reading, which is the New Father, Dad's Guide to the First Year. By the same guy who wrote What to Expect When Expecting. And the guy's name is Armin something. All right. That's plenty of information. Um, Maybe maybe he'll sponsor our next episode. Maybe. So here, nine temperament traits of babies. Approaching baby versus withdrawing baby. Fast adapting baby versus slow adapting baby. Uh, Low intensity baby, high intensity baby. Positive mood, negative mood. Predictable, unpredictable. Uh, High sensory threshold, low sensory threshold. Uh, low distractibility, high distractibility, high persistence, low persistence. So you do all that, and then there's like it's a grading system one to five, right, for each one. And then there's a whole thing like if you have a lot of ones and twos, you're lucky. Uh, you have an easy child, about forty percent do. If you have yeah, there's just four and fives. You most likely have a challenging child. 10% of parents do. It's just a bunch of stuff like that. I'll do this. I'll do this. I'll do this. And then did I I'll do this? I'll do, did I say that three times? Yeah, I'll do this. I'll do this. I'll do this. I'll do this. And then uh, next episode, I'll tell you what the results are. Okay. We'll talk about this 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 part here of the book, this quiz. Um, we'll so, sort of go through the what each of those are. Um. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That should work. That'd be cool. That'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, is there so like you're supposed to do it, and then your wife also does it. 
Is there a that, Wikipedia? Oh, in case one of you, do you take no, no, the average or something? Maybe, yeah. Or to, so we can, you know, actually, it'll be interesting because now that she's back at work, she's not seeing some of the things I see. Same with like when I was, um, at work and she was on maternity leave. But let's look it up. You were asking if this is a, like a generic thing. The yeah, nine, could could nine, I Wikipedia this um this um not schedule this uh scale? Yeah, maybe. Let's see. Approach withdrawal persistence. Yeah, it's yeah. You can look them all up, but I'm looking for the quiz. The little. Yeah, this is actually this is a normal thing here. If you look up the nine temperament traits, this is a. It's part of like uh, they use this in Child Development Institute. Some of these other. It's it looks like it's a uh, a common th- chart that they use to sort of describe a child because this is how you can find out what kind of child you may have right now, at least right now, right? Based off of just these raw experiences that you have with the baby because they're not talking. You know what I mean? And they're acting very for lack of better words, honest right now. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like when they're, when they're, when they're they upset, they don't know how to lie. Well, it's just like, like when, if the baby's upset, the baby's upset. Like there's no, like, like an adult, if the dog's upset, he can still go to work, function, go to happy hour. And some people don't even know he's upset. You know what I mean? But if the baby's upset, he's upset. If the baby's happy, he's happy. Like there's no, there's no denying it. The baby doesn't pretend to be happy. I wonder when that changes. I don't know. Adolescence, maybe? I, dude, it's such a. This is like a PhD. It's like a. <laughs> you know, someone's thesis, I'm sure. So here's a question for you mm-hmm. Do you remember what it was like to not have baby Chewy? Uh, you know, I treat that question like I treat the question what did I do in the internet before Reddit? <laughs> <laughs> you don't I, don't know. Know. I don't know because <laughs> don't you remember leading up to this we'd have discussions you're like i don't even think my wife's pregnant like i it's it's not yeah you know it's you mentioned this i mentioned that on um this past past weekend i went uh i went shooting right mm-hmm. shooting and, what? cameras uh guns and Ooh. when i went to do that my wife went to a friend of ours baby shower and my mom had baby chewy for a big portion of the day right okay yeah and that was the first time since he was born that i kind of got a glimpse of like oh this is kind of like what it used to be because once i was done with one activity i just went ahead and went to do something else right like there were no restrictions on time frames because i didn't have to be home but it's always in the back of your mind that what that baby Chewy's there. So I call my mom. Hey, how's baby Chewy doing? How's it? You know what I mean? It's like it's like a consistent. So did you miss that time? Yeah, yeah, it, it, you do miss it. Oh, this actually you were supposed to remind me. Remember I told you to remind me. I have a story to tell you. Yes, I was just about to do that. Yeah, Rico, that, did you have that, a story to tell? Yes, yeah, this leads up to that. So Saturday, you know, went about my business. My wife went to uh, do whatever. And my mom had said something along the line of, I'll drop him back off at 530, right? I was like, okay. 
uh, 5.30 comes around. And so I I call my I call my mom and say, hey, you know, what's going on? Do, do you want us to pick him up? Are you still going to come here? You know, are you going to stay for dinner? Whatever, things like that. I call, no answer. Okay, no problem. Oh, so is Vico concerned? A couple minutes later, I call again, no answer. I'm like, okay, maybe she's napping. So I call my dad, who's home, right? Call him, no answer. Call him again, no answer. And then now I'm like, okay, something's going on. So I text so, both of them. So my mind immediately goes to those Lifetime movies where like oh my God. a family member takes the kid into like another country. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, I didn't go that far. Okay. But Well, you know where Brazil's at, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then, well, he doesn't have a passport. Um, and then. You don't think he has a passport. Uh, what if they were out getting him a passport while you were trying to track him down? That could be it. You clearly have not watched these Lifetime movies. No. Proceed with your story. Thankfully. Um, so then I, I text both of them. I was like, hello, question mark. Nothing. Call them one more time. Nothing. At this point, it's almost like six. And now my mind is racing. Okay. I'm freaking the fuck out. And I text my wife. I'm like, hey, I'm my wife is at home. And I'm like, hey, I'm going to go. She goes, whoa, 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 what's going on? Is everything okay? And I was like, I'm, and then I just left, just left. Wait, I, you didn't uh, tell her that you were going to go get. No, no. She, she knew that she knew that like my mom hadn't answered. Okay. And I was like, something must be up. And, and she didn't try to calm you down and be like, yo, chill out. Uh, it happened so fast. I just left. Um, and I, I, I started driving. I'm like, this is fine. We're good. Nothing's, you know, nothing happened. They're probably just, I don't have their phones on them or something. Coincidentally, both of them don't. <laughs> and I start driving, dude. And then I get really close to my parents' house. And then my mind just starts going places. I pull up in the neighborhood and the lights are off. And I was like, oh, and the cars are there. And I'm like, oh my God, what happened? And I bust through the house. <laughs> and my dad's in the kitchen. The light, the kitchen light doesn't like ring through the front, the front, right? And my dad was like, hey. And I was like, where's mom? <laughs> Where's Chewy? <laughs> he's like looking at me like what the hell? He's like, I don't know, they're probably upstairs. And then so I book it upstairs and I <laughs> I go to my mom's room and I just like I just open the door, right? And baby Chew was napping and my mom was just resting, just chilling. And as a result of that, I woke him up. <laughs> she was yeah. like, What's going on? Oh, I felt dad. so stupid. I felt so stupid. So I believe in previous episodes, we had talked about trust issues. Yeah. And so it sounds like this is one of those occasions. No, it was it wasn't that it was a trust issue. It was that it wasn't um, what's the word? It wasn't normal for neither of them to respond. And that, you know what I mean? They're usually pretty good about it. So I guess that's why my question is, mm -hmm. was your wife not as concerned as you were? No, no, she was. But we had a we had a friend stay over the weekend because they both went to the same baby shower. Yeah. And so she was with her and it was one of those moments where it was happening. And I was like, I'm just going to go check it out because by the time I try to explain why I think I should go. And then, you know, like that, that whole thing happens. No, Th this sounds like you way overreacted. I did way overreact. 100%. So do, do your parents not have a house phone? Mm, I don't think so anymore. So if they don't answer their cell phones, you cannot reach them any way, shape, or form. Oh, Short of driving over there. 
I think that might be worse. <laughs> if you'd call the neighbors and be like, yo, go check on my parents', my parents. house. Yeah, see if they're alive. Yeah, I totally overreacted. And then I looked back at the time frame. Yes. And it was maybe 20 minutes. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I don't know. I just felt it, was, it felt so silly. So what did your parents say after all that? Did they I say anything? Know. Were they like Vico? Like you don't trust us? Well, my, Vico? my dad my dad is the 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 comedian of the bunch, right? Yeah. And so I'm going to get shit for this for quite some time. <laughs> I can already see it now. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if like I went over there one day and he's holding him. He's like, Vico, I'm going into the other room. If you cannot reach, you know, I, I can see it now. I can see it happening. Uh, my mom, my mom was very sympathetic. Was like, oh, no, I'm sorry. I know it's not like me to, you know, I should have picked up. And I was like, no. Don't Wait, so it. she heard the phone and she just ignored it? No, no. Like, like, uh. Like she, 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 I think she felt bad that she didn't pick, like she didn't have her phone on her or something like that. I don't know. She had her iPad. What was her reason for not? She had her iPad and I guess the iPad didn't transfer to call. It's what I'm saying. Like this is, this is, this never happens. No, no, no. I'm saying, what is the reason? If she said she was going to drop Nico Vico, Mm -hmm. Chewy, baby Chewy, baby Vico Mm -hmm. off at uh, 530. Mm -hmm. Like, why did she not do that? Well, because Chewy was sleeping. So the the general rule that we've kept here is unless we have to go somewhere, right? Yeah. If Chewy is napping, we let him nap until he's done, and then we go do whatever we're gonna do. And you told your parents to follow that rule. It was not not a rule. It's just like we've sort of all just done it. And my mom has also done okay, that. So too. so your mom is aware. My mom of was doing everything that you we told expected her to do. Her to do expected her to do. And then I am you, the one... you go over there and treat her like this. No, no, this irresponsible. No, you're, you're doing you're doing that thing again. No, that's not how it went. I was just a little worried because it's not like because them you didn't to be trust trust that they were just away from their phones. Oh my god! I should have never shared a story. I mean, it's a funny story. Yeah, it is. But anyways, yeah, that was that was that was the story. I freaked out. Yep. And then I started thinking about it. Like, is this what people feel like when they're at the grocery store and the kid just disappears? I mean, I assume that's going to happen to you at least once. Mm-hmm. Unless you're those parents that have like those backpacks with leashes. A leash. <laughs> <laughs> then you'll just get looks from everybody. Yeah, it's true. All right. Well, I think that wraps up our uh, episode. Episode 16. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you. Uh, I'm sure we'll further um, discuss the rest of the meals uh, a week from today. Well, a week from today, we'll discuss. So today worked. Yes. A week from today, our next episode, we'll find out if the whole process worked. Yes, for the rest of the week. If it, in fact, does save time, made my life easier, made your life easier, if it's worth doing, or is the inconvenience of trying to figure out when to cook worth the cooking? Yes. Agreed. Mm. All right. See you. Thank you. Bye.